Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Astrological Intentions. I am your host, Alex Reevy, along with the tailored temptress herself, Sandy <laughs> Reevy. Say hi. I get that. Hi, everybody. It is episode 142, April 12th. Let's get right into it. In the transits, we have a big week. Tuesday, April 13th, Sun Sextile Mars. Vitality increases. Wednesday, April 14th, Venus Ingress Taurus. Home again, home again, piggly diggly do. Thursday, April 15th, Sun Sextile Jupiter. Granted permission. Friday, April 16th, Sun Square Pluto. Stand still. Saturday, April 17th, Mars Trine Jupiter. Wear many hats. Saturday, April 17th, Mercury Sextile Jupiter. Collect your tools. And Mercury Sextile Mars. Able to think to the final act. And Mercury Square Pluto. Clash of the Titans. And winding up the weekend with Sunday, April 18th, Sun Kazemi Mercury. To know the way. Then in talisman time, Sandy has finished up a few to gain authority and financial success, to get the plan engaged, and to easily let go, and one upcoming to authentically and artfully connect to reputation. Then on the horizon, we have many events, one specifically happening tomorrow, a vision boarding event you won't want to miss, and in our house, Sandy and I are going to discuss our excitement about the Mother's Day pop-up coming up, bringing back these spring collections, and reminiscing about the she beads days so stay tuned for this episode of astrological intentions in the search ends here where the night is totally clear and your heart is fierce and so you finally know you control where you go hello tailored temptress <laughs> Can we tell that story a little bit later? Because I think it blends in with that Mother's Day pop-up. Oh, um, sure. Just on that reminiscing, I sat in that dressing room. That is so perfect. You yeah. Know? Okay, we're going to do that. So okay. stay tuned till the episode of this, till the end of this episode, because you're going to hear a fun story about the good old Shibi days and why I'm calling Sandy a tailored temptress. So let's go direct to all of you listeners. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You know we love you. And <laughs> so Juanita D, she sent in a message. Hi, Alex. I've been wearing my new talisman bracelet since I received it. I am so in love with this one the most out of all of them. Thank you so much. Thanks, yeah. Juanita. And she's got some. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I mean, it's really nice to have that that new talisman that you get that excitement about. And well, it's interesting because if I tell her story, we we had a call scheduled for her birthday, the solar return reading that I do, um, which is done. You should, everybody should have a solar return reading. If you're going to do one a year, it's not in January unless it's right your birthday. Around, it's right is, around your birthday. The best time to schedule it is a couple weeks before your birthday. Right. And. You know, usually people think the beginning of the year, January, like what's this year look like for me? But it really changes on your birthday. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I had a call with her and earlier that morning at like six something in the morning, I had made a really great uh, talisman. And when I told, I said, wow, this is sitting right on this, conjunct this on this. This is like perfect. And I just read it to her and she said, 
send it to me right away. Mm -hmm. It's exactly what my goals are for this year. So, you know, I, I, I link into that here that I do believe that everyone can have a solar return chart read and pick up a new talisman every solar return time based on the energy of that period Mm. for your intention, for those goals of the next year. I have several people that are doing that because they're aiding whether we have to mitigate something going on in their chart that year that is maybe uh, hard or uh, challenging. Mm. We can do a talisman that mitigates that. That's so interesting. That's a great idea because I just had my birthday. You just had your birthday too. Mm-hmm. But when we were going through my solar return chart and one of the one of the big themes that stuck out to me was writing and communicating mm-hmm. in my career. Mm-hmm. And so I just signed up for a copywriting um, workshop that lasts a few weeks and I'm going to get, hopefully you'll all be able to tell (laughs) by the emails I'm writing. But um, yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm really stepping into that and I'm trying to be mindful of what this year is holding for Mm me. And it, it gets to be a little more exciting because mm-hmm. when you split your life up into different themes, mm-hmm. it's not just the same old, same old. You have these like side projects that you're working on that you're so excited about that you treasure and you're also getting your normal day-to-day things done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love that idea. I think that's great. Go in two weeks before your birthday, get a solar return reading, and also ask you during the reading, are there any talismans that'll help benefit my year? Mm-hmm. That's great. Good idea. So in the transits, let's move in. We have a big week here. Wow. So Tuesday, April 13th is when we're starting out. I do, at the top of this episode, want to mention that this Tuesday, so aka tomorrow, if you're listening to this podcast on time, we are having a free event. It is a vision board event with me and my mom. We are going to be putting a really cool spin on this vision boarding because it's going to be geared a little bit more towards the house structure and how we want to put things on the vision board. And so my mom's going to be chatting about what's going on astrologically. We're going to be giving you some just general topics on the different houses and giving you tips on the vision board itself. So can I... When do I talk about? I want to talk about it. Is now a good time? The vision board? Yeah. Sure. About the energy of the new moon. This is a new moon in Aries. We get a new moon in Aries once a year and always when the sun has to be in Aries. So the sun in Aries is exalted. It's right after that spring equinox when the sun moves from Pisces to, to Aries and When the moon swings around, which he will be doing, she will be doing on the 11th, which was last night, about 9.31 on Sunday, the April 11th. Mm -hmm. So that's when that new moon began. And it was in a nice, nice sextile to the ruler, Mars, which gives us this. And Mars is still in Gemini. And Mars is coming to the end of Gemini over the next mm, week or so. That Mars has the full-on multi-purpose energy here. So having the moon and the sun in Aries, which is ruled by Mars, is the time. It's when we had our studio and we used to do new moon uh, circles. circles. Mm-hmm. 
the one that was always in January in the um, this time this and it sometimes the could be in, it could be in March right it could be in April like it is now um, that is the time that we always did vision boarding we had, we had the cardboards and the mm-hmm. scissors and the glue and the magazines and and setting the intention that way and you're doing it for the first time virtually virtually <laughs> and you've got a new twist to it I do so I have a PDF that I've created that will give you kind of like a template so it's a piece of paper that you can put in the poster board or even just use that small sheet of paper if you don't have time to go get that big vision poster or you have no place to put it Um, you can use that little letter size printout that I have on the printout there's you know of course all of the details for the the links for joining us in either the Zoom room or the Facebook Live. Um, The benefit of going into the Zoom room is that we can see you and we can interact with you. Um, The Facebook Live, that's where everyone's just kind of going to be the audience. Um, And how else is this different? Yeah, there's just some added little benefits of printing out that pdf it'll it'll show you where to place your picture but you're using the first house the second house the right. third house you're using all of the themes of the 12 houses houses of the, of the zodiac yes. yeah the horoscope brilliant right and just in time well really just before we're going to be unveiling our astrology basics with you and susan and we've been recording those i've been editing those and we'll have those up soon but this will be a great precursor for those astrology basics so if you're wanting to learn a little bit more about the housing structure and do a vision board at the same time and it's like win-win they're they're both here <laughs> and for free you. and free win-win-win and you get to hang with us so there you go um we of course you can send this to all of your family your friends and go get go get your scissors go get your glue sticks go get your magazines and put them all on the kitchen table and let's get creative because this new moon is a really powerful wonderful time for us to set intentions for the whole year until next year this time right and that is i guess you're going to talk more about that but it's at 5 22 p.m central time on on tuesday april 13th Mm, yes so speaking of tuesday april 13th let's get back into the transits Yeah, yeah this date specifically is sun sextile mars which is one reason this is chosen mm-hmm um, this is around 6.09 p.m. Vitality increases. Now, the sun is in the sign of Aries, ruled by Mars. You know, astrology 101, Mars rules Aries. And the sun is making the sextile to this Mars, as I mentioned. So there's a reception here. So the sun wants to take the action in more ways than one. And there's so many things that one wants to do. Have you not been feeling that actually? Right? With like multiple threads of things that you have to weave kind of together or separately like got to do this close that open that close that open that splitting splitting (laughs) yeah spinning plates it's it's really interesting because this time we've got the sun when the sun moved into aries where he is right now she he is excuse me in a sextile to mars it feels like there's not enough time and yet I have the, all this great energy to do all these things. But the clock keeps ticking and I don't have enough time. Which 
is flipped opposite from 2020. Now the sun moves into Aries every year in the Aries period, that mm-hmm. end of March to the end of April. And last year in 2020, when it was here, we had time, but we were restricted. Hmm. And that was the sun in Aries in a square to Mars. He was, sun was squaring the ruler of the place it was in. Very interesting. Very perfect timing, really. Yeah. And so this is a feeling of I've wrote in my cheat sheet, you know, time to pack our bags. It's travel time. Is it time to get away or at least start making these plans? Mm. Right. Yeah. And that's what I'm, we're doing. Yes. And I'm I'm making multiple trips planned and getting excited for all yep. of it. So. Our vitality increases. Yes. So Wednesday, April 14th, Venus ingress Taurus. Home, Home again. again. Home again. Piggly diddly do, and I think you know who I'm talking to. <laughs> um, Venus has done well, I guess. Hmm. She gets to go home after it, she gets to go home into Taurus after being in the sign of her detriment. So has she been fired? She didn't do so good there, hmm. or she just did so well that she gets to now go home to Taurus. Um, she's happy to tend her growing garden, wear rich fabrics, and eat and drink fine earth-to-table meals. Now, she is coming. As soon as she gets into Taurus, she starts to make a square to Saturn. I'll give you a heads up on this on this day. But moderation, please. Mm-hmm. This will happen in 10 days. So Venus in a square to Saturn says, Whoop, uh, stop. You've done too much of that eating and <laughs> spending or doing um and so i'm giving you that heads up that if you take little bites over throughout the day um you're not going to get that sudden like oh right and really taurus is about savoring you know being in the in the place of being in that patience and really enjoying the quality of the taste the quality of the time and not being in any type of rush. Aries was all about the rush. What can we get done? What can we do? How fast can we do it? And here in Taurus, it's just about creating a really peaceful, harmonious rhythm. And yeah, and Taurus is a fixed earth sign. Mm-hmm. So we get to, you know, Venus gets to go slower, right. gets to move through her garden, move through the kitchen, move through anything that is stable and luxurious yay exciting yeah so the next day thursday april 15th is actually your second favorite day of the month (laughs) i built in a new thing yeah you did (laughs) i was like ah i really like this day so it's my second favorite day okay and this one is but 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 please know that my favorite day comes in this this week this same week as well so by default this makes this week your favorite week of the month yeah and maybe one of my favorite days of the quarter i'm not so sure okay i didn't didn't look at that so let's repeat that again thursday april 15th sun sextile jupiter this happens at 11 59 a.m isn't there a song 11 59 michael fronti sings oh yeah yeah. he does Mm -hmm. uh granted permission and let's break this down it's like the sense that the true blue nature of optimism is here. This aspect hasn't happened since April 10th 
of 2009. That was 12 years ago, folks. Just in Mm. case you thought I was confused (laughs) on the 09. Yeah. But and that wasn't a very pleasant one because the 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 sun being the sun at that point, the ruler was in Pisces opposed to Saturn, which was a slowdown or a stoppage of what should have been granted permission. In other words, you were denied permission at that point. But this time, the sun's ruler, still Mars, because it's in it's in Aries, is in at 25 degrees of Gemini. And it's partile trine to the Jupiter and sextile the sun. So it's a feeling great about life and all the things and all the places that you can go. Can I pop over to Dr. Seuss? Sure. Which one? This one, <laughs> this one was actually published one year, one year um, before his death when he was 87 years old. And I remember the buying this book years and years ago. I guess it was right around, you know, 1987. Although, yeah, I guess Andrew would have been three and you weren't quite born yet. I want to just check in on this. Congratulations. Today is your day. You're off to great places. You're off and away. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own and you know what you know. And you are the guy who will decide where to go. You'll look up and down streets, look them over with care. About some you will say, I don't choose to go there. Hmm. With your head full of brains and your shoes full of feet, you're too smart to go down any not so good street. And you may not find any you'll want to go down. In, the, in that case, of course, you'll head straight out of town. <laughs> it's, a, it's opener there in the wide open air. Out there, things can happen and frequently do to people as brainy and footsy as you. <laughs> and then things start to happen. Don't worry. Don't stew. Just go right along. You'll start happening too. Oh, the places you'll go. Yeah. Makes me want to cry. Makes me want to read the rest of this whole book. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it is. It's a, it's a beautiful, you know, kind of coming of age that you're at any age, really. And you're just stepping out on a new journey and just imagining the 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 situations ahead, the opportunities, the yeah. scary ones, and and just knowing and having the confidence that you have brains in your head and feet in your shoes. Right. And then I wanted to give a little homage to Dr. Seuss. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And also, just with, with the headlines that I've been reading, it's... It's a tough, it's a tough thing because I think, and this is probably totally misplaced in, in this podcast, but I have this debate going about authors or artists or creators of any type, and they create these beautiful works of art and sometimes not so beautiful works of art, but does that completely reflect on that author or that painter or 
because, say, their actions do something differently that doesn't appeal to you or goes against your values, do you then discredit their artwork that made you feel some sort of way or like changed your life in some sort of way? Does that totally void it? So mm-hmm. it's it's not for us to be discussed right now. I These are just things that I've been thinking about and wanted to just poise the question right here. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, thank you for Good sharing. And, and I, I that is a beautiful poem. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday, April 16th, Sun Square Pluto. 8.27 a.m. And it's a Friday. S- stand still? You know, this is... This is sun very exalted in the sign of Aries that likes to do be independent and move forward and, you know, not think twice. And it's squaring the nuclear planet of Pluto, the big guns guy. Right. Right. And and a fight, a fight right now is maybe what you feel like doing, you know, because there's a there's maybe some power plays or some some actions taken by some higher authorities that you're not that deprive you of your your vitality. Mm-hmm. But that's not my advice to you. My advice to you is simply understand with a judgment. You can judge it. That's I'm telling you this is like it's a square. So you have to look at it with judgment and then as you are flipping a, a wheel, you know, you've seen people strong people flipping like truck wheels. Yeah. It's like flip that wheel, flip the coin, because it's going to be hard, but flip it to know that, you know, others may be doing the same. So that if you can simply understand and sit in that power, just kind of like you were just doing, interesting enough, and get other people's opinions, right? Mm -hmm. Because you don't have to move on anything. You just have to, mm mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to say, I understand. You just mm-hmm. have to be open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so let's move on to the next day, Saturday, April 17th. This is dun, 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 your favorite day and your astro interesting day. So literally, this is like a big three-day span. This transit in particular is Mars trying Jupiter. Now, we start off at 12.14 a.m. So... Wear many hats. There's so much energy here. I mean, it's my favorite day, basically, for this. Mm -hmm. But we got a couple other things going on that I'll talk about. There's so much energy here. We're in an air sign. So this is Mars um, in Gemini making a trine to the other air sign where Jupiter is sitting in air. And so, you know, you're able to tweak any long-term plans now. To speed them up a tad. Wake up early today. Really, wake up early. You may not even need to set an alarm, but I'm going to say go ahead and set that alarm so that you're up early because you will have enough energy to get through the whole day. So do not snooze on this today because you're going to be wearing many hats and you need the whole day to put all these different hats on. Right. Right? So... Really nice, nice day. Then we move by 11 a.m. to the Mercury moves into the place of a sextile to Jupiter. So if you're starting to picture this, let's let's start 
with the picturing. Mm-hmm. If you drew a line 120 degrees from Mars to Jupiter, so that, think of that's a trine, so that's 120 degrees. And I do want to mention here too, because we're going to do a lot of imagining, that if you wanted to not imagine so much <laughs> and you actually wanted to see a video where Sandy and actually Susan Goodell and other astrologers are going to be discussing this chart, I put the link in the description right underneath April 17th date so that you can click there. Fast forward over to 46 minutes and 36 seconds. You'll see exactly where Sandy and Susan are dissecting this specific chart. We circle everything. So you're going to see this April 17th day, how important it is. So let's let's continue dissecting. So let's picture the Mars in a trine, 120 degrees to Jupiter, which right away says it's my favorite day (laughs) now let's add at the halfway point mercury so mercury now goes halfway between jupiter which is 60 degrees Mm -hmm. and ends up halfway to mars so we've got this extra two aspects so mercury's in a sextile to the jupiter Sextiles are nice. They give you opportunity to make moves. Mm-hmm. And this happens at 11 a.m. So collect your tools. Sharpen these tools. Get the proper tools. You have exactly what you need now to think through all the mechanics and mechanisms and details and situations that you need when you have the proper tools. Mm. And then a nice picture. Yeah, so I that, love that. So then let's go over to the other side. Now that Mercury that's halfway between that Mars and Jupiter that's in that 120. Now that Mercury's making a 60 degree sextile to Mars. Right. And this is at 209. Because it's right in the middle of the two of them. Right, right, right. So you're able to think the final act. So, and this is a mutual reception. Now mutual receptions, ding, 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 ding. Is my thing going to ring? No. Um... That Mercury, and when I say a mutual reception, that one planet is in the other planet sign, right? And they're they're each in, a, in their own, yeah, opposite signs. Well, not opposite. They did but like the the swap, for instance, the house swap. Yeah, like Mercury is in Aries, in sextile to Mars in Gemini, right? So Aries mm-hmm. is ruled by Mars, and Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So they've done that swap. So you're able to work together very well. There's like strategic chess maneuvers here. It's like you know exactly the way to get to the end of the final act, the final. You've got the right screwdriver. I'm laughing at us doing something and it was like, no, I handed you a screwdriver. You're like, no, I need the other one. I'm like, now now I need a small. It was like, okay, but you had the proper tools and you were able to get the job done. Right. And I also think that having the proper tools isn't always enough. You also need to know how to use the proper tools, you know, and have a little yeah. bit of experience underneath that tool belt of yours. Well, and really, and in the the this the planet of thinking, the mental planet, this is Mercury. Mm-hmm. And Mercury has gone into the sign of Aries at this point. That's what I'm talking about. And that has it's like, yes, I can do it. I'll figure it out. If I have to go to Google it, um, I'll I'll figure it out. My mind is very fast today. It's very mm-hmm. Uh, movable I can I can figure things out quick so yeah it's 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 all of that so this ends up these three placements end up in a minor trine very cool because a minor trine are 
you know, a smaller kind of, is that an isosceles triangle yes. where it's long on one end mm-hmm. and then shorter on the other? With a 90 degree. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's... not 90. It would be a 60 and a 60 for 120. So, isosceles, oh, but then it makes... Isosceles is where there's two sides that are exactly the same, which makes it a 90 degree angle. Because, yeah. If you Thanks, were... geometry. <laughs> uh, thanks, sister. I don't remember even your name, much less your study. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, my it gosh. is. I can't remember my geometry teacher's name, but I, I don't liked even him. remember. I, I have cool. if I even had. I'm sure I had geometry. I remember a really quick aside story. <laughs> um, I remember we had a terrible substitute teacher that I don't know why, and I'm not triggered by a whole lot of people. Didn't. Like, I almost could say, like, I hated that guy. I didn't really. But I was just so aggravated by him that I I was right by the chalkboard and I started just drawing on the chalkboard, but not just anything. I drew, like, a little cartoon of the teacher himself. <laughs> it was terrible. I didn't get in trouble, but everyone was laughing at it. And he didn't even notice because he was that terrible of a substitute teacher. Which reminds me of a story that I got. I got my parents got called in to school for for I wrote something on the board. Can you say it on this podcast? Yeah, it was after school. We were in detention anyway. Okay, <laughs> because adding salt to the wound. And it was my favorite teacher actually, and it was a man teacher, and I really liked him. I think I was in like seventh grade, and we got man caught teacher. chewing gum in school, so we right. got a detention. Right. And there was a hand, a whole handful of us, and they were happened to be my friends, so they must have been passing out gum after lunch or something. And we go into our first class after lunch, and we're all chewing gum. We all get detention, and we have to stay that day. So we had to clean the boards, Chalk and you boards. know, and the yeah. and the out the door and stuff. And I write on the board. Well, we all did. Um. So I let's see how that go. I ate my. Ch- I ate my chewing gum and it ended up coming out my bum. And the teacher came in just then and had to call all of our parents because we were goofing off in in detention. Oh, my gosh. I said, I almost said in contention. <laughs> but anyway, how stupid is that? Yeah, I got called for writing the word bum. Yeah, I'm sure your dad, Poppy, laughed pretty hard. I'm sure he didn't even. Just, I mean, my so. dad was so sweet. Well, and the anyway, last part of yeah. this day is Mercury square Pluto, which is kind of the perfect buildup that we just did <laughs> with our stories. Clash of the Titans. Clash of the... T- we could say class of the teachers. <laughs> class of the Titans. Um, this happens at 4.49 p.m. Now, this is a square to Pluto. Watch jealousy and competition here uh, because all every... All the powerful and all the reasonable moves seek an exchange. Mm-hmm. You know, Merc- Mercury wanting to be reasonable, although wants to move forward fast in Aries, has fire. So wants to move for- forward and the square going, uh-uh, to Pluto and Capricorn. Which well, These are both cardinal placements. Mm-hmm. So this could be just a day of like, how does how does one move forward in a powerful way? Uh, hopefully without not stepping through, on anyone's without toes. jealousy, right. without possessiveness, without competition. Mm. Um, but how how do you exchange that? Um, 
Yeah. Cool. Well, don't forget to watch that video of April 17th's chart here. That's in the description. And yeah, you'll get also a ton of extra dates throughout April if you keep on listening. Sunday, April 18th, Sun Kazemi Mercury. To know the way. Now, this is the superior edge, the Kazemi on the superior edge. Remember when we get the Kazemi when the sun when the sun receives a planet on an interior edge, it's the retrograde cycle of that planet. Okay. Cuz the sun can never go retrograde. He's the leader of the pack. But this is at 28 degrees of Aries when Mercury is on the outer side, not toward the earth, but on the other side of the sun moving around in the heart of the sun, which brings it clarity and to know the way. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, a great way to end the week of just a knowingness <laughs> and keeping our brain in our heads and our feet in our shoes. So let's move into talisman times. So you have finished one, three yes. talismans. Yes. <laughs> I was like, one, three. Uh, so Tuesday, April 6th to gain authority and financial success. Tell me about this talisman. I feel it. Therefore I am as the ruler and royalty of this, my life, I claim my nobility and monetary reward it provides. This is a really cool one because I did this at 3.54 a.m. This was, the sun was not even coming up yet. But the moon was, the moon was at 10 degrees, 51 minutes in of Aquarius coming up with Saturn um, over the uh, rising sign with Jupiter as well. And all these planets and the rising sign was in the second decan of Aquarius, which is all about asking for, asking the authority figures, being the authority figure for what is due you, you know, be, having the success in and the nobility to be a, be being surrounded by high-ranking officials, mm-hmm. right? To be one of them or mm-hmm. with them and to gain that financial success. So, you know, this is a really cool one because this won't happen again for years. Well, Saturn being there, that this won't happen I mean, maybe I can get it later on next month. Maybe I can get this next month. I didn't look ahead into May to see if I can get this one. But just all the other planets are very in, in cooperative here because that Aquarius, you know, the Aquarius planets right now are sextiling the planets that are in Aries. And specifically, no talismans are going to be exactly the same. They're no. all made at different times. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so. so let's move on. Saturday, April 10th, to get the plan engaged. So this one was um, all those Aries planets in the ninth house aspecting the ruler. Well, not the, the ruler is aspecting the rising sign of Leo. So okay. to get the plan engaged, I use the help from the big guy and commit to strive and thrive. Mm-hmm. All systems go. This is the moon. Now, the moon is in Aries, and this is a balsamic moon. However, it's about at least engaging with the plan. 
uh, typically a balsamic moon is about, you know, wrapping, wrapping up, up, finishing, yeah. completing. And they always are. But this is in Aries. So, you know, making its movement toward Mercury in Aries, the sun in Aries and Venus in Aries. So the moon is kind of really busy here in this in this placement. So to get the plan engaged. Right. And even with sometimes it's like just getting over the hurdle of beginning is a hard part. So I think that that may be that wisdom of that balsamic moon coming in saying just begin and keep rolling. It's kind of like if you're going to jump off the high dive, you've got to get to the high dive and prepare and plan and get your mindset and hold your breath. Uh, The other thing that's going on here is that transiting Venus is exact sextile Jupiter. And this is really what I was going after too, because this, this placement is really nice about the two benefics, Jupiter and, uh, and Venus making an aspect. They're just looking at each other and kind of looking at it and saying, Hey, and so Venus is asking the big guy for some help here. Uh, Venus is at the top of the chart sitting right on the, on the mid heaven. So, you know, kind of there's a movement here of I now see my I see the ability to I see my way out you know mm-hmm. I, see, I see I see the the light at the, the end of the tunnel you know yeah, yeah. or the finish line yeah. yeah and I like that too so Sunday April 11th to easily let go and this is when the moon is really balsamic and this is at 6 a.m um I did this and now I see the passage through the darkness I use my guiding light to move beyond this void and into the promised land. Mm. I'm coming to my light. I I see so much similarity between the one we just discussed Mm -hmm. and this talisman Mm -hmm. because it is that balsamic phase of just kind of like getting over the edge and that's all you have to do. But it takes a little bit of, of time to give yourself the kick (laughs) to get off that and into that next place. So I mean, these work hand in hand really I well love together. Them. Yeah, right. I like together, them. it's like um, you know to get the plan engaged that we talked about a second ago, and then to easily let go. Like now, I see my plan, right? Yeah, like what I just said. <laughs> right. I I see the similarities totally. I totally see it, and this is with the moon and the sun in Aries, of course, coming up over the horizon. And so I considered this a night chart and the Mars is the ruler of the, of the chart because it's Aries and Mars is coming into a really nice sextile, uh, excuse me, Mars is coming into a trine with Jupiter. So again, this is like, Hey, it's easy for me to, you know, take the fists or the clenching of what I'm trying to hold on to. I I am able to let go so I can go into the next road, Mm -hmm. the next phase. Right. Yeah. And upcoming, you have Wednesday, April 14th to authentically and artfully connect to reputation. All right. This is one of the... Remember we were talking about my favorite day is April 15th. Uh, no, it was April the 17th. 17th. Was, April 17th was, was no, my favorite day. Recall. And my second favorite day was the 15th. Mm-hmm. This is this is kind of that. Um, because the moon being 
in her own, her exalted sign of Taurus in the 10th house. We've got the sun making a really nice aspect to Jupiter. Um, we've got the moon making a square to Jupiter, the sun making a sextile to Jupiter. We have Mercury making a sextile in mutual reception with with Mars and then that is sextiling Jupiter. So there this is just a to be authentically and artfully connected to my reputation um because of the placement of this new and this is the new moon. This is one of the new moon pieces. And and two because I loved the word artfully and I I don't hear it too often. Is that a word even? It is. Oh. It is. And it says of a per- person or action, it's either clever clever or skillful, typically in a crafty or cunning way, or to show your creative skill or taste, you know, as in like what an artfully, be- like artful photograph of that scenery. Mm-hmm. But I like this too, because sometimes to be that artist you really have to find ways to bypass things or you need to see a different perspective on how to look at something or solve something and i like that too because when you're connecting with your reputation sometimes you know there will be the naysayers there will be Mm. those people in the audience saying boo i don't like you but to really connect with who you are in a genuine way even that reputation, that more facade that we can have, mm-hmm. um, it's important. And right. to, to, and to do it. that in an artfully yeah. done way is, is impressive. Well, let me read you the affirmation. So to authentically and artfully connect to reputation. I am steady here and now. I radiate my worth and beauty into my career that leads others to me. As if a spark of eminence appears. Another beautiful word. (laughs) Eminence. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's one. That's uh, I'll have that up for pre on presale. Perfect. And don't forget, everybody, we do have the orbit of the month. This is exciting. That is available on the website. Of course, the link is in the description. If you have any questions, you can email me, alex at info. Sorry, Alex at intentionbeads.com. I am reading too many things. So let's move on to the horizon. We have, this is top of the charts, very important because it's happening tomorrow, Tuesday, April 13th. This is our free vision board and we call it our vision board party. (laughs) Because, I mean, usually we have like at least prepared what we're going to be talking about and this it's really going to be very fluid and it's going to be very kind of hanging out together so if you have questions and we'll we'll do a little bit of explaining and showing you the steps of what we want to do with how to create this vision board but we don't necessarily have everything pinpointed on what we want to say so we're gonna we're gonna be ad-libbing and sharing some really cool knowledge. And, and that's what you do when you're looking at a vision board because it's a blank slate, mm-hmm. right? And then you're going to add your picture in the center. And then the, what, what you have planned is really cool because you get to identify each individual 
house, house. theme mm-hmm. and then find something that you, you know, in the newspaper or in the magazine that you're cutting out to put in there as what your goal is for the year. And so it's almost like you don't have anything planned. Right, right. Well, because we we have the structure, and I think that that's really all you need when you're when you're having a speech or you're creating an event or you know you need to first start with the structure, and we have that, and that is gifted to us through astrology because the way that we're doing this vision board is very different. Majority of the time, when you're doing a vision board, it's kind of like you have like one singular focus, and say it's like losing weight or getting fit. You have like all these cutouts of people working out and the dumbbells and the healthy plate of salad or whatever. And here, what we really want to do is we want to talk about how well-rounded the astrological wheel is. And it starts with, you know, that type of physical activity in the in the first house of Aries about, you know, self, image, how do you feel appearance, appearance. Yeah. so then we you know move throughout this whole wheel 360 degrees around where we're going to tap into so many different aspects of our world mm. so i think it's going to be exciting it's going to you know no one's going to know exactly what their vision board looks like until it's done. until it's done it's, it's art right That's and some people might not even be done by the time you know, the event is over. However, that's probably going to be me because I get, I get very particular about where I want to place things and how I want it to feel. Um, So I'm excited. Well, I've been watching you plan this and prep for this. And it's been very interesting that, you know, I, we, we kind of just had this first conversation around it and then you're like, okay, I'm going to run this mom. I've got, I've got this vision. And it started here on the podcast. I mean, oh, that's right. I yeah. had like a little, and you've, if you were listening last week, you heard it. We were talking about the new moon in Aries, and this is a really wonderful time to set yourself up for the the new astrological year. And like we said earlier in the episode, we've done this before. This is this has happened. This is a you know a tradition that we like to to use but this time we're doing it that different way of incorporating the astrological wheel in so mm-hmm. i'm really excited to see how this turns Ooh, out um is... remember you can join us um it, of course if you're on the email list you have received this invite and you can choose either joining the zoom room which you will be on camera or you can join the facebook live where you won't be on camera so um I'm going to be cutting out my my words and things that as I, you know, breeze through some magazines this weekend and I'll be ready with all my supplies and I hope you're going to be there and share with your family and friends because we want everyone is invited to this. This is a great opportunity. Did you put a list together of what they need? Yes, that's in the PDF. So there's a there's a PDF that will give you kind of like some steps, some preliminary steps and um print that out you'll have the kind of what looks like the wheel it looks like a sun but you'll need the printout you'll need your a picture of yourself a printed out picture of yourself magazines glue sticks scissors and a poster and it can markers be any size if you want yeah markers you can write right yeah. that's true and yeah 
I, stickers and, and whatever you want glitter you can you know you can jazz it up however you need little mementos pieces of fabric whatever mm-hmm. quilt it if you want to Ooh, oh so, god <gasps> that'd be pretty to do a quilt oh vision board we're no no god. no 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 we're not going to do that so <laughs> let's move on so we have changed the date for this CWS, the Chatting with the Stars webinar, this is the Out of Bounds Planets, where we're we were going to, we are going to be talking about. However, it's moved to the next week, April twenty first. So, this was just a scheduling conflict that we needed to open up. So we just pushed it back a little bit. If you still want to join us, there is still time to sign up. That link is in mm-hmm. the description. Again, this is going to be very interesting. If you want to find out like where you're extremist in your (laughs) chart, this is the place to attend. I have a Mars in. You have Mars and Uranus. That's right. Mars and Uranus out of bounds. So it's like I I love doing things that are extreme. It, It I like I'm kind of like an a little bit of an adrenaline junkie like I like that (laughs) feeling right before you leap out of the plane I like that feeling right before you jump down the bungee cord even though I haven't done that yet but um yeah like repelling and just facing fears I think that that's really exciting for me because it is it's an important part of life I guess so anyway um you know who else has a Mars out of bounds, Walt Disney. Oh, interesting. Frida Kahlo. 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 Yes. And Pablo Picasso. These are just a few. Wait till you see some of that. Wait till you Very see cool. in this. But interesting that they're all kind of artists. Uh huh. Interesting. And wait till you see who has Moon out of bounds. Pretty far. Pretty far out of bounds. I am. You have to wait. Stay tuned. Wait till you Join see us. who has moon out of bounds. Any any ideas, anyone? That means goes to the extreme. When it comes to emotions. When or it comes home. to the moon. Yes. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it to you. Here it is. Ah, gotcha. Woo! Did so, you get that? I, I did. <laughs> So April 24th, we have our May astrology forecast. This is happening on Facebook Live like it is every single month. The link is in the description. We welcome you. Also, don't forget to to download your cheat sheet. This is a super easy, very organized way for you to keep an eye on all of these transits that are happening throughout the month. And we put on the symbols there for you, the degrees. So if you do have your own chart printed out, you can kind of check and see, oh, do I have anything at 26 degrees Pisces? Mm -hmm. So that you can know, at least be a little bit more mindful and aware of what's going on in your astrological chart. So let me see. Next, we do have our Mother's Day pop-up coming up. We are going to talk about that in our house, so stay tuned to the end of this episode. Then, finally, we're going to be talking about May 11th through June 24th, Summer Solstice Constellation Bracelet and Workshop. We only have about three spots left, so highly recommend that you join in if you're thinking about this. Um, Of course, if you have any questions about any of this, Email me, alex at intentionbeads.com. 
Woo woo. Okay, let's move into That's our a house. Lot. We better yeah. get going here. We <laughs> we we already Mars have. is in Gemini for everybody. I mean, if you've sat here this long listening to this podcast, I bet you're either driving or taking a walk or doing something because you can't sit still. Right. <laughs> well, glad I'm glad that we get to come along on all these <laughs> trips of yours. Um, so we wanted to, to discuss this Mother's Day pop-up. And for those of you who are new to our podcast, we, of course, hand make beads. We have for almost 30 years now. I think we can add. Yeah. Right a ripe round age of 30 years and that has been you know from early basement beginnings you mm-hmm. started and mm-hmm. you started our the company called she beads mm-hmm. and i grew up in it mm-hmm. and you know have been creating with you ever since mm-hmm. i was a little girl but and here you still are and here i am Ooh. and and mother's day was always our favorite holiday because it would be We would unveil some really fun, exciting spring collections just before. We would have a Mother's Day, you know, some sort of promotion. Mm -hmm. And because we resonate so well with mother-daughter that Mm -hmm. it just works for us. Mm -hmm. And so we're – so, okay, fast forward. Intention Meads comes. You're studying astrology. So – and we have a brick-and-mortar shop. We have stores all over. And we decide – to close she beads yeah you decided and i agreed yes because i saw the difference i saw the difference between the way that you used to operate with she beads with all this zest and vitality and excitement but that was transitioning over to intention beads and it was so clear because as soon as you would talk about intention beads you would light up get so excited can't couldn't wait to tell everyone absolutely everything that you knew (laughs) and and yeah so that's what we did and that's has that has been the transition that we've been going through and I wanted to give that quick background because you know we have new listeners all the time and this is our history so we like driving down memory lane every once in a while how do we know we have new listeners I don't know I can't see you (laughs) well of course raise your hand right now here I am yes oh (laughs) So the spring collections are going to be called Iris, which is this sultry black with kind of these very fluorescent type of colors, Pink greens and, green. and pinks and purples. Um, we well, we have three collections. We have three collections. So these are the spring collections coming out that we've been talking about for a while. Then there's also Gloria, which is more pastel. It's got this sherbet orange this really light mint green and a beautiful lilac Mm -hmm. and that one's gloria it's got morning glories on it and finally we have tula and tula is this muted really modest purple that has these pops of orange and these like really smoldering kind of blood oranges and we love this They're one tulips. too. They're tulips. Yes, yeah. yes. Orange Sorry. tulips. I'm not stating the obvious. <laughs> I'm going with all the details here. And so these are the the three collections that we're bringing. And we have not done this in five years. That's true. Yeah, in five <laughs> years, it's been quite a while. So where we've co- where we've done new collections, we've 
you know, picked out the clay. Named them. Named, uh, rolled them down, made the beads, were ready for photography. Right. And they'll get up on the website. So check out. And it's a perfect yeah. gift for Mother's Day. It's, they're, they're beautifully chosen. They're beautifully handmade, of course. And, and, and we picked all flowers because we really wanted to feel like it was like coming out of, a, of the, the ground. ground. <laughs> <laughs> that we're all popping up. We're feeling a little bit more alive and lively. And we get to show our petals, our blossoms, you know, and to smile in the world mm-hmm. with the su- in, in, in the sun. Right. And so we really wanted to go with the flowers. Now, and then we chose the names because we were going to identify the flowers. We don't always do that. But what about giving a free bracelet to the first Iris, the first Gloria, and the first Tula? Yes. So <laughs> all of you listeners, if you know anyone by that name or your name is any of those Iris, Gloria, or Tula, email me, alex at info. Oh my gosh, I keep doing this. Alex at intentionbeads.com. And we want to give you a free bracelet because of that, of that, of that collection. collection. Yeah. So we're excited about this giveaway. We kind of, these are such unique names that we kind of hope that there are people out there with these names. So mm-hmm. we know that with this podcast, we can reach so many. So let us know. Do you know anyone? Share this podcast episode with them and tell them to email me. So, yeah, I mean, are, what has been your favorite part of bringing collections back? So... You called me the Taylor Temptress? Yeah, the Taylor Temptress. Mm-hmm. Because we had to take dresses up for the wedding to get tailored. And I, I, I have never been in this lovely dry cleaning store up this, because I pretty much wear yoga clothes now for the last five years anyway. Um, that getting up there it was very friendly. The, the, the lady that owns it is so friendly and she has a beautiful like dressing area. And then you stand up on a little cube and everybody's like looking at you and, and shout out to show soapies in Evanston. And you know, you walk out and she's like, Oh, I have to tell you this. You look, Oh my God, you look amazing. And, And she goes, and trust me, there's a lot of people that come in here and put their dress on that they want me to, you know, alter. And I, I have to bite my tongue because yeah. they haven't asked me what, what I thought. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You that dress fits you. You look amazing. Anyway, I got all into that, and so I fell in love with her. <laughs> uh, easily. Easily. And then I, you had to go down back to the house to get another dress that we had just bought. You know, maybe, maybe, we'll see. And she was giving such great advice on the couple outfits we had oh, brought yeah. in. So Alex was like, I'll leave. I'm going to run and get that other dress and we'll see what she says about this meanwhile i'm in the sitting in the dressing room and she's got these clients and customers coming in picking up and dropping off their laundry and and i and we're like hey how's it going how's the kids i saw your wife the other day driving is she still working for blah 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 and it was just like these conversations that were going on and i just sat in this in this dressing room and just thought oh my god this is this is what i miss Mm. 
you know, having a storefront for 25 Plus years, years yeah. that there was the remembrance of people still do support local mm. businesses, women run, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, hand, hand, you know, I mean, she does dry cleaning, but she's also the seamstress also, mm-hmm. and had to do that in order to dry clean, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. And it, and just, and the neck, then I hear the bell ring and somebody, hey, Terry, how are you doing? How's the son? Did, did your son, how's he doing from his broken leg? Like, it mm-hmm. was just like, and I just fell in love with it more and more because I miss that. And I just was reminded that, you know, here we are pushing out she beads again and the rolling down and the in the cores that we have to make and the art we have to form and the deciding what patterns and mm-hmm. what we're gonna call that and are we adding the Swarovski crystals and are we doing silver plate and are we doing all yeah, clay? And are of, we doing jumbo necklaces again this yeah. time? And what earrings are we gonna do? And it just brought me back to all of those and people that are listening right now that are like our, I mean, customers, clients, friends, whoever that helped me get where I am because of that camaraderie. Mm. And, and the I connection, so miss that. That connection to community. And, you know, we haven't necessarily felt that void no. until yeah. all of this quarantine where we really, it's hard to have those fun pieces of small talk that we and all miss. It's not even about business, right? You're right. at your business. Somebody is coming in to, to spend their money. Yeah. And you're just like, what up? How are you going? I, yeah. I saw you walk by the other day. She's like, yeah, I was going up to the corner to get my... I'm still stuff. Facebook friends with a lot of yeah. our old yeah. clients. Anyway, so here we are back in She Beads land, yeah. uh, prepping for a Mother's Day pop-up. And it just makes me want to do more pop-ups throughout the year. In fact, we were able to... Um, I wanted to do five collections. And you're like, Mom, we've only always done three. <laughs> so we're I'm... I'm backing you down to right. three. The other two will pop up in the summer. And I was and like, okay. And we have much more limited capacity than ever. <laughs> yeah. So these will be limited edition yeah, collections yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, we are so excited to unveil them. And if you want to get on the email list, make sure to click that mailing list link I have in the description. And double check that your preferences are she beads and intention beads yes that way you're going to get both those emails um i think that is all for wrapping up we're yep we're gonna wrap for this episode thank you everybody thank you everybody for listening you know you touch our hearts when you send us those five star reviews as well as those emails cheering us on and supporting us to keep going so keep those coming. We love those. And, and we're cheering you on. We're cheering you on as well. Yes, giving you all good information to use this week. Yep. So thank you, everybody, for listening in. We will see you next week. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. In the search ends here Where the night is totally clear And your heart is fierce And so you finally know you control it.